Welcome to Truth's Table, Midwives of Culture for Grace and Truth. I'm McCamini. And I'm Christina. This table is built by Black women and for Black women. So welcome to the table, C. How you doing, guh? I'm doing good today. I'm a little tired. I had like a, my weekend had a lot of traveling in it. So I'm like in a bit of a <laughs> fog, saints. Because <laughs> sleep is essential for my health, you know. So, yes. but, 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 but you know, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm a little foggy, but I'm doing good. How are you doing, E? Hey, I'm good. You know, I went to the uh, to the gym this morning. I'm trying to fight off this uh, this mid thirties expansion that's happening. Mid thirties expansion. <laughs> oh, I, I can assure you that it doesn't change. It doesn't slow down. It doesn't change. I'm like, oh lord. So I went to the gym. I was I made it at five thirty. You know, I was like, let's go, let's do this. You know, and I, I went in, went in. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energized. That's right. Uh, yeah, because you know this mid thirties expansion ain't playing games. No. So I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. More wisdom and uh, more body. Can... More wisdom and more body. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm expanding the, in the right places. So I'm happy with the there places I'm expanding. But, you know, I just want to tighten up some areas. <laughs> tighten, tighten up. up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Speaking of expansion, you know, Michelle's not at the table today because it is Black Girl Magic episode. All right. Cue the and <laughs> the spirit of expansion, we have Leah Smith at the right. table. Hey, Leah. Hi, ladies. I'm so glad to be here with oh, you. So sweet. We are so, so happy glad. to have you. So happy Thank you. to Thank have you. you. Mrs. Tenderheaded herself. Oh, why don't we <laughs> let our listeners know a little bit more about you uh-huh. uh, before we jump in and just chop it up? Yeah. So. From Philadelphia, singer, songwriter, musician, Leah Smith bends R&B, gospel, and pop to create her smooth signature sound. Her long-awaited debut LP, Tenderheaded, soars with wit, potency, and Smith's lilting soprano that effortlessly imbues each lyric. Smith's start in professional music began in 2007 after attending the prestigious creative and performing arts high school in Philadelphia, Philly stand up. Smith toured extensively with Grammy award winning gospel group, Israel, a new breed. After a decision to leave the group and move back home, Smith won the 2008 Philly rising open mic competition at one of Philly's premier music venues, world cafe live. Yes. Um, As part of the winner's package, Smith earned free studio time with which she recorded her revelatory debut EP beautifully made. Visibility from this genre-bending project positioned Smith to be a sought-after featured artist on many Christian hip-hop records, most notably Trip Lee's hit Sweet Mm -hmm. Victory. After an extensive break from music, which saw Smith marrying and beginning a family, Leah Smith is thrilled to reintroduce herself to the world with her beautiful new project, Tenderheaded, available on all digital platforms. Welcome to the table, Leah. Hey! You read the, the whole, whole bio, bio. Kimmy. Oh, oh yeah. Kimmy's oh. very formal. Oh. <laughs> hey. Oh yeah. Look, I believe that we need to trust black All the words. All the words. All the words. Every Smith. I just kept hearing Smith. Smith. <laughs> Smith, Smith, Smith. Look, look. Look, we got the CHH songbird with us. That's what you okay. are, Leah. Okay. So- <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, no, oh, oh, oh. That, that's what you are. That's what you are. And well, so uh, well. we're just happy. We are happy to have you at the table yes, as our man. Black Girl Magic in the spirit of our Black Music Month. We thought 
why don't we bring you to the table? Mm-hmm. Uh, you just dropped this amazing album on us, <laughs> Tender Headed. Uh, but before we even jump into that, because we are going to jump into it, mm-hmm. uh, I, can you talk to our listeners about your own faith journey and how you came to faith in Jesus Christ? Oh, yeah. So I, I was born into a believing family. My parents were always very, very involved um, in church. So I remember being at church a lot as a young person. Um, and I have one of those stories where, to be honest with you, ladies, I don't ever remember a time where I didn't mm-hmm. believe sure. the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as a child, that looks one way. And as I grew up, it took different you know, shape, of course. Um, and I didn't really take my faith very, very seriously until about 13, 14 years of age. Um, Mm. after my family got in a terrible car accident where we honestly all Mm. should have died. Um, but God spared our lives. And I remember thinking, wow, like God has spared our lives for a reason. Let me, let Mm. me take this faith more seriously. Um, and so that was around 13, 14 years old when I really started walking with the Lord, reading the word and taking my faith more personally. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that was my that was my backstory, kind of that Christian yeah. upbringing. And I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't rebel, you know, mm. or say, I don't know if this is for me. I kind of always, and, and that's a part of my personality too, just kind of pleasing and, you know, um, and that has its upsides and its downsides. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, always kind of been mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the faith. Thank you for that. I mean, you know, I, I think sometimes Beautiful. we don't give space for that particular testimony because <laughs> I think sometimes because sometimes we want like you know I was sitting alone and the bright light fell on me and you know let me want you right I was, exactly. I was strung out and right all valid, all valid, 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 valid you know all valid, valid. All valid. yeah but there's something to yeah, be said like, for being like, a covenant like being child. in the community right <laughs> and being reared in the faith and then mm-hmm. claiming and owning the things that have been instilled right so thank you for that like we look we take all stories we take all testimonies at this table you know and i appreciate that because i i you know i've always been like well what's my testimony though mm. like what's my real backstory what am i going to have to do to have a testimony <laughs> um that was kind of my i kind of struggle with that um but thanks be to God, you know, it is what it is. Hey, hey, amen to that. So amen. I thank that. God for that. So so you've got this what you have this this album, which is, you know, very conceptual, tender headed. And I, I happen to be the mother of some tender headed children. Um yes. <laughs> they did not in- it, they did not inherit my yep. tough headedness, um, so I have I have tender headed children, okay. but a whole lot of hair on their head. So right. I, if you could just take a moment to yeah. one break down tender headed for people, and uh, tell us what inspired you to name this album tender headed. Yeah. Okay. Well, tender headedness is the nature of being. You know, when you're getting your hair done in any kind of fashion, washed combed in any way manipulated it's very very painful and for me like when my mother would do my hair I would feel the pain it would travel up and down my spine it would go into my baby toes like it was all over my body um just excruciating a very very sensitive scalp and so I took that concept and I kind of made it a metaphor 
for life and mm. more specifically life mm. in God. Because walking mm. with him, you know, we go through mm. painful things as human beings, but he's he's bringing us to a beautiful end um, in so many ways, in so many different ways. Um, and so when my mom would do my hair, it would hurt. But at the end of it, I would have a nice little do. I would look in the mirror. I would like what I saw <laughs> most of the time. Um, and so I kind of took that storyline and applied it to life in God. And and it kind of, it reflects my life for the past, I'll say five or six years, going through some painful mm-hmm. things, mostly internal um, rather than situational, um, just dealing with some things, but trusting that God is getting out of me and from me um, what he wants to, and that it's a, it actually is a beautiful mm. yet painful process. So that's mm. why I named the album uh, Tender Headed, and it kind of follows a, a, mm-hmm. a loose story arc. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That, that is beautiful, beautiful metaphor, too. A very, I was like, I know there's something deep in there. <laughs> and so, <laughs> share with some There's got to be. I can't just okay. be ballies and those rest. ballies yeah. do hurt when they pop those knuckles, by the way. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Child. The the oh, mm-hmm. oh, and then when the little barrettes hit you in the mm-hmm. eye when you're playing. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> Jump exactly. When you jump in double but dutch. I still believe in these. Exactly. Though. I still Welting. believe. <laughs> you can make noise when you're walking. I, I believe, right? Right? I believe right? in all of that. So, <laughs> that is so funny. No, it took no. it did. It took me back. It actually reminded me of Crowns of Glory, our episode Crowns of Glory, and how we were reminiscing. You know, mm-hmm, on mm-hmm, how it was mm-hmm. for us to get our hair done as little girls and and whatnot. And like like Christina said, I don't I don't know if I was really tender headed, but it, it did it I mean wow. it hurt, right? But I think I always was like, Well, I know my hair's gonna look Okay. Yeah, that was okay. always me, right? It, it, like it, pain is gain, dark. pain is gain. Ever since I was like, I gotta be fly. <laughs> I was gotta be fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. I feel uh, you. So anyway, so I just I love everything from the, from the album art, which of course uh, our listeners you will mm. will see it when we uh, push this episode out. You'll be able to see mm-hmm. just the the color story of the album, and the hair dryers, mm. and all of that. You know, even talk, talk to us about what inspired mm-hmm. that. Um, you, you talk to us about that. Yeah. So there is I think is a famous and ubiquitous piece mm. of art called mm. uh, Doing Time by this artist named Kevin Williams, and his artist name is W-A-K, Wack. Um, I had seen this piece of art all over the place. It's four Mm -hmm. women. They're in white robes, and they're in a salon getting their hair done, and it also looks like they're getting like Mm -hmm. manicures, pedicures type things. Um, And so I remember seeing this piece of art. I don't know where I saw it, though, ladies. Maybe like in a salon or something. but I saw it all the time, so much so that when I was conceptualizing the album and thinking, okay, what kind of art am I going to do? I just saw it so clearly in my head. Um, so mm-hmm. I looked it up. I was like, what is this piece of art? Saw the name of it, saw the artist. And I wanted to try to capture the essence of that without ripping it off. Yes. Yeah. So, so we used three uh, three different me's mm-hmm. um, instead mm-hmm. of four because we couldn't do a rectangle. Because mm-hmm. CD uh, covers got to be squares. Okay. So I did three. And, and me under hooded dryers, yeah. found a little hooded dryer on Craigslist, spray painted it. <laughs> um, and just kind of kind of went with that, went with that mm-hmm. as like a jumping point for how do we 
pull off this cover. So I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah, that, yeah. It, it's such a yeah. beautiful cover. It, it catches your eye. And so I was like, I just, okay. what is this about? I love this cover. What what inspired it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so mm-hmm. you know, speaking of um, the album, the, 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 the album starts out like just so yeah beautifully i mean the soundscape for oh. uh, catch me i'm falling is it's just to me sounds it's just like m- melodic like masterpiece it's just beautiful mm-hmm. and um i i'm assuming it was you that's playing the keys on that song yeah. you be mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm wondering you be playing girl it was, it's just so I, I mean it's just so calming and you know you're about to be in for mm-hmm. a treat you know, from the beginning, okay. the, from the um, start of the album. And so I'm wondering if you can unpack that song, Catch Me, I'm Falling. Uh, if you could unpack that first. Of course, we're going to play some for our listeners, but talk to us yeah. about that song and, and the meaning behind it. Lately, I've been so uninspired. It's been a nightmare times two. encouraged that you found the song beautiful um because to me the song is a little bit mm-hmm. dark mm-hmm. in terms of its um in terms of what it evokes i i thought but i'm glad you yeah, find it beautiful yeah. i really i really am i wrote that song in a dark mm-hmm. time um in a very heavy time where i just felt totally collapsed by life um, and just kind of felt like some dreams had been dashed and some hopes had been definitely put off. Um, and so I wrote that song out of that place and it's, it's a prayer. It's God, please catch me. Cause I'm drowning yeah. under mm. some stuff and I don't know how to come up for air. Um, and, and I thought it was a good place to start the album because <laughs> listen, it could only get yeah. better from there. You know? <laughs> um, it is only one way up. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested that you found it beautiful. I'm glad. The, uh, just the, the, I mean, it's just like the, I love the sound. Like it just really, you're about to go on a journey, you know? Um, and I caught that darkness oh, too, but okay. I'm also darn drawn. To, like, <laughs> I'm about to say, you gotta, you gotta know a Kimmy. What, I just, I just text her like I'm, you would like that song. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Every time I, I mean, anything. If you, if you, if you listen to the show, every time I'm always like, I like the most dramatic <laughs> and most hard yeah. and uh, uh, painful episode yeah. ever of True Stable. Like that's just yeah. how I'm yep. drawn to that. I got because I don't think I think we live mm-hmm. in that's the reality of our lives in the fallen world, mm-hmm. and I think that we try to avoid sure. that, but I think the reality mm-hmm. is that we all sure. grapple with mm-hmm. that that dark night of the soul. Mm-hmm. That you know, mm-hmm. um, you know. 
the honesty of it, you know? So I just, I love mm-hmm. it. And I think it's just the juxtaposition of just like this beautiful melody, but this really dark mm-hmm. undertone. It's just like, I think it's no, just so Hey, amen. Yeah, so, but that's me. <laughs> I like, I like no, that. No, no, it's, it's, it's a redeem sister. Come, come on now. <laughs> uh, so, so Leah, and I'm, so this, this is me riffing just off a little bit, but. I'm curious, having listening to you and Kimmy just talk about that piece. Yeah. What what is your favorite song um, on Tender Headed, um, and why? Mm. Mm. Oh my goodness, that's such a good question. <laughs> um, it's probably Ordinary Girl, to be mm. honest with you, or Numb. Mm. I like both of those songs mm. too, and they kind of don't bend toward uh, cheery mm-hmm. either. Neither one of those, but it's probably mm-hmm. one of the two of those. And why? Let's say it's Numb. I'll just mm-hmm. claim one. Uh, numb is my favorite song on the album. Mm. I I like the way it feels. It does feel moody. Mm. And I think I do like that in music yeah. too, Akimini. I, I think I do. I, I don't use music mm-hmm. as escapism as much as I like it to reflect what, mm-hmm. what's real. So I'm with you to that end. Um, I like Numb because musically it's just kind of moody. Um and why else do I like mm-hmm. it? I like the way it sounds. I like the way it feels. You know, I'm a feely, I'm a sensitive, feely type person. So I like yeah. the way it feels. Uh, Leah, could you, could you, first of all, you have a beautiful voice. Mm, could you. you sing a piece of that for our listeners? Numb? Yes, I can. Oh, I'm not going to be in the right keto. That's all right. We won't know. We know nothing about music. <laughs> <laughs> We just know we like it. <laughs> hey, how's that chorus? Okay, let me. Ooh. Come on now. Oh, you know I'm waiting till you feel better. Oh, you know I'm waiting. I give whatever gave my all, and you still feel numb. I gave my all and you still feel numb that's the chorus all right beautiful beautiful oh i love that i love that and i also love that you brought up um ordinary girl because um Mm -hmm. i caught in that song just kind of like this um this I, i guess you could say this uh this maybe warning for lack of a better term um, Mm. to women, I'd say to kind of, uh, Mm. to, to, to avoid the male gaze, you know, like, like Mm. to avoid, like you don't Mm -hmm. need a man to tell you to affirm you. Right. Um, And talk to us a little bit about uh, Mm. what what even inspired ordinary girl and and for you to even include that into that song. Cause I thought that was so good and so powerful. Thank you. So I love this album by Jasmine Sullivan, Reality TV. Mm. Was that the name? Did you guys hear that? I probably this have. This was a few but... years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there was a song on the album, so poignant, called Mascara. Mm. Um, okay. What does she say in the chorus? So I never leave the house without uh, my makeup on. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, basically, because you always got to stay on. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. so I kind of took that idea and I was like, there's a lot of us girls out there with that idea when we walk out into the world. I got to be on. I got to look on um, and trying to get attention a lot of times from men. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I started that song. There's a lot of us girls out there mm-hmm. trying to be cute 
Uh, and then to take it a step deeper, there's a lot of broken hearts out mm-hmm. here trying to be tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And and then at the end of the first chorus, I say, you are no ordinary girl and you don't need a man to tell you that because yeah. that's what's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. We don't need a man's yeah. um, affirmation and validation. Mm-hmm. We need that from God. Mm-hmm. Now, by the time I get to the second chorus, I turn that around and say, you are no ordinary girl, but sometimes you need a man to tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um and it's a sharp left turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't know if it would work mm-hmm. uh, for a song, but I ended up going with it because I do believe, you know, there are some truths, there are some God truths mm-hmm. that, you know, unless they are revealed down here on earth mm-hmm. in a real way, it's going to be really hard for mm-hmm. us to believe it. Mm-hmm. So that's why we have fathers, yeah. you know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and that's why we have other people in our Mm -hmm. lives and sometimes you need to hear a man say you're beautiful Mm. or I love you Mm. um and I just believe that to be true and so that's why I took that left turn in the song but at the end of the song I reiterate you don't need a man to tell you that and I hope it doesn't sound too all over the place and scattered um but I, I think what I'm saying both think both things are absolutely true you don't need a man to tell you that, but sometimes, listen, it's going to help you understand God's right, truth. Right. Um, if you hear it here uh, in the earth realm. So mm, mm, that's good. Does no, that make yeah. sense? Does yes, that translate? No, that actually does make sense. And so I think it's in some ways you're trying to help, help, uh, women in particular here, you know, not to idolize, you know, like getting affirmation from a man um, or even just uh, being attached to one because we live in a society, right, that that um, grooms women uh, to dream about their wedding and their wedding dresses and, and their relationship status as opposed to um, what they can actually do outside of relationship. And so um, and so I think that's that's really powerful. But then there's also rea- the reality of that man, we do need to be affirmed um, positively uh, mm-hmm. by male figures in our lives, namely fathers, right? Or maybe mm-hmm, uncles, mm-hmm. brothers, mm-hmm. or who, you know, mm-hmm. whoever those uh, uh, male figures are. And so I think there's a, there's a balance there, right? Um, that sure, I don't yeah. think people like to acknowledge. A balance that helps to, uh, how can you say, um, a, a guard against, yeah. you know, idolizing, right? Any one thing. Um, but exactly. even if you don't get that from the male figures, right, we're coming off of Father's Day. You have right. a, a heavenly father that does mm-hmm. affirm you. Uh, so, yeah. So, no, I think thank you for uh, even explaining that and talking about God truths. Um, I'm wondering, as I was listening to Tenderheaded, I was uh, struck by your own commitment uh, to, you know, that your your God word, I should say, commitment in your mm-hmm. own music. Uh, so, you know, you talk, Lord, you're beautiful. And you, you're just mm-hmm. singing all of these songs that are just explicitly like, I'm a Jesus girl. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And can you talk to us about your own uh, commitment to centering uh, your faith and your music and even sometimes explicitly just singing like about Jesus and your love for, for him? yeah. Well, <clears throat> that's my aim in life, mm. you know, to always be focused on the Lord. Lord, what are you doing? I know I'm going through, you know, hard situations or I don't know what's going on in my life right now or I'm going through a tough time, but God, where are you and what are you doing? And so to keep that focus is really really important for me um in my life, so it's important in my music. 
Um, I don't know that I could make an album or make any real piece of work that doesn't kind of culminate in looking straight to the Lord Mm. um, and trying to figure out, Lord, where are you? Mm -hmm. What do you want from Mm -hmm. me? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and really keeping him as my, my reward, my ultimate reward and my treasure. Um, so that's what I, that's what I aim to do in life. And that's what I aim to do in art as well. And in saying that, I kind of felt like with this album, I didn't want to cheat. I didn't want to just tie a nice bow around, um, an otherwise difficult kind of an album and just say, oh, but you know, God's going to fix it or, you know, but God, you know, I didn't want to do that necessarily, um, but but at the same time, I'm like, look, God is my life. Mm. You know, my life is hidden mm-hmm. in Christ. Mm-hmm. So he he's he's the story. Mm. Um, so it makes sense that the album would culminate there. Mm-hmm. So Leah, Leah, how do you define uh, success in your in yeah? Your work? Good question. Mm. Very okay. good question. Because for the longest time, Christina, it's been, I want to be a star, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and from growing up from a little child, people saying, girl, God's got something for you. Mm-hmm. You just keep being faithful and this is going to happen. That going to happen. Had some prophecies. You are going to be on Jay Leno. <laughs> Jay Leno's not even yeah. on there anymore. <laughs> um, I, I see you with Oprah. I see you on the Oprah couch. I'm like, okay. Um, you have her show no more. <laughs> exactly. It's be at her house. <laughs> <laughs> Being a young, impressionable kid. Right. And, you know, I even remember getting knocked out one time. Mm. Um, but it, it, volitionally, because I, well, I, in my head, I'm like, this man, I'm not going to allow him to knock me out. I'm not going to fall out in the spirit because oh, I don't feel spirit. I was like, wait, like, yeah. knock yeah. you out. Like, you out. Okay. Oh, no, no. Okay, no, we got to be clear. No, in the spirit. Stay in, in the spirit, y'all. Stay in the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Keep going with Leah. He was prophesying over my life. Mm. I'm feeling nothing but fear. Mm. I don't. I don't want to be knocked out. In my head, I'm saying he's not going. I'm not going to allow this to happen. But I'm looking at the congregation. I'm like, okay, it's going to happen. Just <laughs> fall out. Stay down for a few minutes. Let them put the little modesty right. scarf the over procedure. you. You'll be fine. So, so the procedure. The procedure. So I went through the procedure. They're prophes- So that's just a picture of like just people just saying you're going to be successful in one way. Basically, you're going to have notoriety and fame Mm -hmm. and money um and so christina Mm -hmm. i grew up like that was what success Mm -hmm. would be to me um and having to fight that behind what really is success and its success is Mm -hmm. obedience to the Mm -hmm. lord and i would even say to be honest for me success is proximity to the lord like how how am i abiding in him Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's how I've defined, that's how I try to define success. Mm, I still have that stuff in me from growing up. And to be honest, Mm. a lot of the album too is hopes of being this Mm. star and hopes of being this famous singer, not coming to fruition, Mm. but being okay with that. Mm. You know, I'm a married woman. I have two young kids. Uh, my husband is a pastor. So I live my life flat footed, you know, (laughs) like there's a lot going on from day to day. Mm. Um, And not saying that 
God loves to destroy our hopes and dreams. Not that at all. I just think he's he's giving us something greater. He's giving us something greater. And it's hard to believe. And it's been hard for me to believe. It really has been. But I do believe that he's he's giving me something greater. He's maturing me. He's showing me more of himself. He's getting more of me. Um, and so, geez, this was a really roundabout way of saying what success is. No, I think we needed every every second of that. Okay. Yeah, no, it was it's beautiful. Um, you you had uh, you mentioned uh, your your husband and your kids, and uh, yeah. and we hear them on the album. Uh, right, <laughs> pays the rent, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. funny. Like, wait, you say we don't have money, and then you buying all this stuff. Yes, <laughs> yes. And we hear your daughter talking about wait, not the. Not, not not the tangles, not the tangles. Not the tangles. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we have the voices of little girls coming in, and can you just talk to us about just uh, just the concept of just bringing in your real life, like, you know, if you will, yeah. into uh, into the album and letting us into yeah. your world a bit. So even even the the, the little girls that are in your life, yeah. you are even on the album, and I just wonder if you could talk to us about the, those interludes. I loved them so much. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I probably got the concept tenderheaded from like combing my child's hair and then that <laughs> reminding me of my own tenderheadedness um, because my daughter, Ara, oh my goodness. It is hard. To, I mean, when I say hair, she's just collapsed. Hey, I, I, know, I know her well. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. You got a couple of moments. <laughs> It's just so dramatic and chaotic. And I said, wow, okay, this is what the album should be called. Um, And I said, why don't I try to like capture in real time me trying to do this child's hair? Because it's just so crazy. So I got her little voice. It was just my little iPhone, you know, hitting record. Or I'm going to do your hair. No, no. You know, to get a peek into how out of order my household is. Uh, My child yelling and running from me. Um, and then with AJ, that was a real time conversation we were having too. I thought it was so funny. Um, him just saying, you spending all this money. You say we don't have any money and you spend all this money. So we were, we were, we working through some things. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was fun to kind of put the family in there. And then I have my little niece in there and a friend of the family, a young girl. And I had been asking around, you know, girls around the age of seven, eight, nine, like, do you like when your mother does your mm-hmm. hair? Do you like getting your hair done? And it was a pretty unanimous, like, <laughs> don't like getting my hair done. I like the end of it. And so I was like, how poignant. Um but they, but not liking the process at all. And I mean, man, these girls have a lot of hair. Yes. A lot of hair. Yes. God bless their mothers. God yeah. bless their mothers, yeah. you know? For real. Um, but yeah, look, and God bless my mother too, because she, yes. she dealt with a lot of hair yes. too. Because you got a lot of so. hair too. So. Yeah, child, I, I cut it all off, but I did have. I, oh, that's I, true. You did. Oh my gosh. And I love it. It's so cute. <laughs> Um, uh, so yeah, all the curls, the, the teeny weeny afro. Um, yes. But yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. I just, I just thought it was so cute to hear their little voices sprinkled in, you know, here and there, talking about how happy they feel yes. after yes. their hair is did. You know how we all feel right. once it's done, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it's mm-hmm. done, right? <laughs> um, exactly. Uh, and then so, so there's this other interlude. So I'm like in, like I'm really like attracted to like interludes, and in, I'm but really. Mm-hmm. 
at the end of the day, I'm really attracted to authenticity. So I yeah. absolutely, this is, you're going to laugh, but my okay. legit, my favorite song on this album is the interlude. Please don't play <laughs> games with me. I wow. love that. Wow. <laughs> oh, that was my life. I was like, wait, I was like, why is she singing my life right now? So, I, please talk to us about how that interlude came about and just. song can can we make that a full yes song? you know what you are premeditating it is a it is a real song it's a full song um i haven't recorded it but it is a real song and that recording like that little uh uh interlude recording mm. on the album came from a rehearsal i was rehearsing to open for john legend this was back in 2009 oh I think. okay okay um he did a show in Atlantic City and I was opening for him. And so that was me and some collaborators rehearsing before that show. Oh. Um, and it actually comes from a song called I Feel Like Dancing. Hmm. And it's a real like groovy kind of song. Mm -hmm. And it kind of ends with that vamp. Oh, Please don't on. play games with me. I've been stressed out all week. Okay. <laughs> so I'm move to the beat mm -hmm. and just pick up my feet. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Yes, I love it. I'm like, can we just yeah. can I live? Like, like, yeah, <laughs> basically, that's basically the feel of the song. That's it. That is the gist of the song. Can I live? So exactly. Can I live? Will I live? <laughs> Will I live? So. And you know what? And, and sometimes living is about having forced fun. So we're moving to our wow. for, our forced fun segment right now. Ooh, <laughs> so love it. Mm. So Leah, we have a we have a series of questions that we like to ask our Black Girl Magic guests, and yeah. you may have heard some of these before. Forced so you fun. you may or may not have had time to ruminate on your answers, but okay, it's, it's all good. It's all good. So mm -hmm. this is our 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 first question is. If you were a superhero, what would your superhero powers be and why? Mm. Yep, I thought about this. <laughs> oh, you have to get ready, okay? <laughs> always. Okay, so I would love to speak multiple languages. I would love to be a polyglot. That would be my superpower. Oh, wow. I would speak every language. Oh, wow. Yep. How cool is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really smart answer. I'm like, that's it. not what I would ask. I know, I know. <laughs> I thought about it when y'all asked Kim Cash Tate. I was like, what would my answer? Oh, I would love to speak languages. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's so funny. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so now this is the serious one, okay? It's very serious. Oh, okay. Okay. One of them has to go. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Shaka. Anita, Aretha, or Whitney? 
What? Not Whitney, not Aretha. Ooh, ooh. Shaka or Anita? Okay, okay. <laughs> an, an, Anita. Ooh, Anita. You just, you, 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 gave, you gave us four you masters. You had to choose. You had to choose. Four masters. I had to choose, yeah. I I had to choose right? I just, I just saw Anita in Chicago, so my, my love for her has, has gone to a whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, she's insane, insane. Oh, so yes, God. but I understand. We put you in a very difficult situation. We not a horrible, a hard, impossible not. situation. Only impossible. so we can judge you, which is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, you feel the judgment you feel already. <laughs> we shall release you now. Good decision. No worry. Okay. You know what? You know what, though, ladies? Have y'all answered that question? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute now. You turn the table. Wait you wait you, you wait turn wait the wait. table. Hold <laughs> up. The table's done turned on me. This Leah's turning now. This ain't true. Make, make hold us to account. Come on now. Kimberly, have you answered the question? Look how I threw it over to you. Kimberly, have you answered the question? I know. Look at you. Look at you over there deflecting. Um, shoot. Okay. Not Shaka. Not Anita, not Anita. Um, let's see. Oh, see, look at this <laughs> judgment laden. Uh, golly. Oh, gosh. Ooh, so it's between. Uh, okay, uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with. Ooh, I don't know. Reefa? I'm gonna have to go with. <laughs> I know, and that's like. Low key, like Look, somebody is about music. you know. I have to get musical. you uh, put you in witness protection. Yes, I, know. Heresy. I know, I know. I think the only thing that protects me is that I'm not a musician because I think if I was a musician, I don't think that would fly. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, what about you? See, what's yours? You don't don't try to get off of it. Okay, I know. So, so I, I cannot say Anita cannot go honestly because I just heard her sing live, and at sixty. Her voice, the clarity, the range. I've never heard anyone sound like this live wow. in my life. So, um, so I, so wow. I am. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. So, <laughs> uh, so, so no, Anita has to stay. Um, I, I feel like Aretha has to stay because I don't think we would have some of yeah. the other people without Aretha. I feel like she right. is. She has she has given us so uh, the music. So Aretha must stay, or other people don't exist. They disappear. Um, Whitney's got to stay for me because Whitney's voice is yep. the voice of my childhood, and she's the reason why I cannot be in any mm-hmm. choir ever because I don't <laughs> non compliant singing. Wait. I'm like we should have a run. We should have a run right here. That's why I can't. Thank you, Whitney Houston. That's why I can't. <laughs> So that's why it, she can't go. So it's going to have to be Shaka Khan for me. Um, although I think mm. she's who I would want to see in a concert. I mean, I think, you know, and her music is just, it has such a lift uh. to it. Um, but that's going to be my pick, y'all. That's mm. going to be my pick. <laughs> that's my pick. Mm. Leah, you didn't flip the, you didn't flip the script about, on us. Uh, <laughs> Among the three of us, we just took three of them down. <laughs> the two who have yeah. remained are Whitney. Yes. Wait. Wait. Is she the only one that's remained? Oh, actually, I think only I think Whitney. Say, think yeah. Whitney yeah, 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 yeah. I think. I think also, you know, this is in honor Whitney's of Whitney's uh, early departure. So I think it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's still hard yeah. to say goodbye mm-hmm. to Whitney yeah. and me. So, uh, so she gonna stay. <laughs> She's staying oh, on gosh. that list. She's yeah. standing. 
Wow. Force yeah. foothead. Force, Force foot keeps it real. <laughs> so- <laughs> listen, listen. I don't go down alone, ladies. Force foot took a dark turn. <laughs> you ain't lying. It's getting real on Facebook <laughs> this time. Oh, oh, thank you for that, Leah. I appreciate that. And so here's the, la- here's the last question. Um, if we were to get into your car right yeah. now and drive somewhere with you, what music would we hear playing? What, 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 what you driving to right mm. now? Mm. Mm. You know what? What have I been listening to? Mm-hmm. It's weird. I haven't been listening to a lot of music. Mm. Ooh. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Oh, okay. Um, what are your podcasts? Come on, Leah. Come on. Well, I got to listen to Truth's Table. <laughs> You're so cool. Come on, Leah. Come, Come on. on. We'll slip you your 20 after the interview. We'll slip you your 20. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, I've been listening to Dan Allender's no, no. podcast. Ooh. Are you guys familiar with him? I am not. No. He is... What is he? <laughs> His name is Dan. <laughs> Dan Allender. <laughs> Check him out. He. This is what I like about Dan Allender. He's a believer, mm-hmm. um, and he's a counselor. Oh, good. The man speaks so slowly <laughs> that you have to believe that he's thinking about every single ah. word he's saying. Oh, mm-hmm. wow! That's like, and that's in like such a. Yes, yes. And in such a fast-paced world, it's so calming to just listen to his voice drone. Mm. Um, he, he says great things. Um, I think one of the last podcasts of his that I listened to was about spiritual warfare. It was a four-part series about spiritual warfare. Um, and so it's just really delightful to listen to him speak very slowly. <laughs> Very slow, intentional about something so real and true. Um, so I'm listening to that podcast, trying to think music. What have I been listening to? Girl, your own album. I ain't mad at you, girl. You know what? I do listen to that. Okay, a little bit. I, I do listen to it a little bit. And the thing is, I can never. You know, when you create music, you can't be objective about the music you create. And so people will be like, you know, I really like this song. And you're like, okay, and I'll go back and listen to it. I wonder what they're hearing in that. Ah. Um, but it, but it's so hard to be objective. Yeah. Um, wow. You know what? But I try, but I can't. Well, you know, you speaking know. of what, you know about you know your question about, I wonder what they're you know taking away from that. I'm, I wonder. Um, I'm, I'm switching it up a little bit, but I'm wondering yeah. uh, what what it is that you want the listeners to feel when they're listening to Tenderheaded. And what you want them to take away? What do you want them to walk away with after listening to Tenderheaded? I want people to feel heard. Mm. I want people to kind of ex- kind of see their own experience being mirrored back at them to a certain extent, um, and kind of feel camaraderie. Like this is my musical buddy, mm. or this is my musical friend. Um, she's saying things that I feel she's going through things that I go through, have gone through. Um, so I want people to feel a kind of kinship, um, in this album particularly. And I want them to walk away feeling hopeful. Mm. Um, I want them to walk away saying, I want to look to the Lord as well. Um, I want them to walk away with a spark of hope, not just, you know, this is hard. I'm tenderheaded and mm. that's just my lot. But, you know, really kind of sensing that 
God is at work yeah. um, and that they're not alone. Oh, that's good. Beautiful. So, yeah. well, I can tell you what, Leah, you have been a fun interviewee. Uh, Yes. yes. Thank you, ladies. Enjoyed yeah. chatting with you. And if you wouldn't mind, can you just take Likewise. a moment to let our listeners know where they could follow you, uh, hear more about your music, or if you're going to be uh, touring anywhere sure. or singing anywhere soon? Just just plug yourself. Mm-hmm. Let them know how they can keep up with your work. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. No time. Um, no time. <laughs> I'm on all the social medias, y'all. Yes. At Leah Smith Music, okay. all the social media platforms. Um, also, the, the album Tenderhead is on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Title. <laughs> it's all up there. Um, I will be live in New York Ooh. on July the 6th, Friday, July the 6th. Uh-huh. Um, I'll also be with Kim oh Cash at her conference. We need to get there, oh, all the cool oh, kids are going. This Black Girl Magic Synergy. <laughs> That's great. I am oh, so excited, y'all. I am so excited. I reached out to her. I was like, can I sing at your conference? Like, can we host the podcast oh, at your conference? There's a boldness. This is... Right? Can, oh, can we go with that be? That would be amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, that would sure. be fun, actually. I think. But, I think. Oh, I think she would jump on Look. That's great. So you'll be at Cling. Oh, yeah. and where else? Where else? Be at Cling. Um. And then, and then more dates to come. I'm trying to do something here at, at home in Philly. Yes, of course. So I'm, I'm working on some stuff, but I'm out there in the social media zone okay. in Ether. Come find She's me. there. And now how can um, our listeners buy tickets to your show in New York if they want to? Yep, they're right. They're online. Okay. Um, also on my website, leahleahleah.com. <laughs> Check it out. Leahleahleah.com. <laughs> come on, everybody. <laughs> You know what? It was one of the only domains open. So let me try. I love it. It's cute. Oh, well, hey, well, Leah, 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 we thank you so much for taking a seat at the table with us this week. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies. Really and truly. And of course, we want to thank our listeners for taking this seat at the table, y'all. Cop tender headed, okay, on Apple. Go buy the album, listen to it, give the sister your streams, okay, and your house. All right. (laughs) And of course, let's keep the conversation going. Tweet us your thoughts about tender headed using the hashtag Truce Table. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Truce Table or email us your thoughts at asktruestable at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes and subscribe on the Satchel Podcast Player. Truce Table is made possible in part by Pottery Studios. Visit Pottery.com for the highest in quality online audio entertainment. Our producer for the show is Joshua Heath. Our executive producer is Bo York. And we have been your hosts, Akemini, Michelle, and Christina. We'll see you soon on the next Truce Table. Bye, y'all.